Welcome to The Skim, presented by Stellar. Your Wednesday is about to get a whole lot better. The Skim is your new 30-minute celebrity gossip digest. From Hollywood to Hey You, social media to the small screen, listen up every Wednesday and you'll never be scratching your head when the WhatsApp is lit with news again. I'm Denise Curtin and I am here joined joined with you by Rebecca Keane. Hiya, Rebecca. Hello, how are you? I'm good, how are you? I'm good. It's another gorgeous day, thank God. It is actually so lovely. You know, I've got my window open next to where I'm recording. So I'm praying to God that like a postman doesn't come smacking a parcel around or anything like that because you're going to hear every single bit of it. I'm like kind of throwing an eye out the whole time being like, I hope now that that gate stays shut. Uh, but yeah, it's like a heat wave. I'm roasting. It's so nice. I'm like, I saw, I was there. Uh my phone this morning and I saw a beret and I was like oh god autumn is coming like the autumn coats are back in pennies I'm like no please don't let the summer end no 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 I can't be dealing with that when it's literally just going into July I I, I can't it's too early I'm not ready for it no I just I'm I, I'm still in the midst of like that kind of staycation mindset you know like mm. getting away going to the beach, doing all those things that I can't even yeah. imagine that ending yet. It's just, yeah. it's not time. But January to May basically didn't really exist or even January to April. So we basically started the year in summer. So yeah, it's like, woo. And people are already whispering about potentially going into lockdown in September, October. And I'm just like, please, please, no. Like yeah. I can't even, I can't even entertain thoughts of it. We can't entertain thoughts of that, nor can we entertain thoughts of anything warm, woolly, knitted. No, it's just, it's so far away in my mindset. Like if it's the case that I have to jet off at Christmas to to follow the sun, I will do that. <laughs> you know, I'll be gone. You will never see me again. Uh, but you, speaking of staycations, you were away as well. Wanderlust yeah, I girl. was, I was a uh, globetrotter. Um, I was down in Tremor. It was really nice. The first day it was raining. So it's so like, it's just so funny how dependent staycations yeah. are on weather. So we like took a walk on the beach and immediately started raining. And we were like, ha, this is gas. So then we just um, went home. But the, the weather was good the rest of the weekend. So it was nice. Um, overindulged, just a tad on the food and alcohol front. So yesterday I was feeling like <laughs> literally blended salmon or something. Like I felt so yeah. <laughs> crap yesterday. Oh my God. I was like ready to be put down. Like, oh God. I, there's, you know what I always think it is? You come back from that staycation and you kind of sit down and it feels like 40 of you is like taking to the couch. You know, you're like, <laughs> like you sit and then you hear the bang of another part of you like 10 minutes later. It's just that kind of like heavy luggage feeling in, yeah. like in your whole body from just. Or, or you know that, uh, that meme of like the fox sitting on the chair. And he's just, he just looks like he's been fried. Yes. Just like so yes. crispy and so burnt out. That's like me after <laughs> after every weekend now. I'm just going way too hard like to try and make up for the weekends I lost. Um, but you were off on your own little staycation. Let us know about that. Yeah, so I was in Louth. I know what you're thinking. Random. Such a, <laughs> such a peculiar location to choose. But, right, if the tourism board needs a new person to hire, it needs to be more because I literally live laugh loud all weekend I was taking in every site known to man there you say live laugh loud loud I live laugh loud <laughs> around the place live laugh loud oh my god that is I know. so brilliant 
<laughs> like, is there a new oh. James Bond movie? Because I was on a speedboat. I was eating cute little cakes. I was having teas. Lovely. I went to about five different types of beaches. I just drank a lot of wine. I really just immersed myself into Louth. I became a, a Louthian. I don't know what they're called. I'm making that up. Um, and yeah, I you just absolutely adored it. I became allowed them out that I already am. Um, and I just absolutely loved it. It was unreal. So uh, would highly recommend opting to go in for your staycation in a place you normally wouldn't staycation. We all know Galway, Killarney, mm. Kilkenny, all of those places are hella stunning. But think outside the box. Not that I'm this big thinker, but like that's my advice today is that think into different places because Loud is stunning and I'd highly recommend it for a little staycation. So yeah, that's where I headed. Um, There's so many counties that get overlooked. Yeah, there really is. And like, I won't even go on to tell you like what I thought Loud was, bracket feels, uh, which is horrible <laughs> of me. I know, like that's that's a disgusting, small-minded way to think, Denise. But that is what I thought. And then when I went there, I was like, oh my God, this place is absolutely magical. So don't overthink counties, even if they're the smallest in the country, go to them because they're, it's crazy when the sun shines, like you said, places are different, you know? Mm. It feels um, like every week we're like competition of who had the best weekend. <laughs> oh my God, absolutely. And long may it last. I'm off to Belfast this weekend. So try me. <laughs> Can't stop her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, my, my bank balance is about to go like, good night, God bless, I'm I'm gone because uh, we're living like kings, I think. And like you said, with everything reopening and us not having things for so many months, we're just trying to make up for lost time. And it's, it, it is tough financially, most definitely. Mm. Um, but anyway, look, enough of that aside, let's talk about our hard sells. Woohoo! So my heart cell this week is about Christina Aguilera penning an open letter supporting her sister in music, Britney Spears. I think this is really sweet because they were really like pitted against each other back in the 90s and the early 90s. So um, I'm really loving that it's, you know, sister supporting sister. So yeah, um, she took to Instagram to write these past few days. I've been thinking about Britney and everything she's going through. It is unacceptable that any woman or human wanting to be in control of their own destiny might not be allowed to live life as they wish. Um, to be silenced, ignored, bullied or denied support by those close to you is the most pleading, devastating and demeaning thing imaginable. Um, I think this is kind of in response to Britney's like very public statement about like having an IUD like put in her against her will and stuff. Um, it's just really, it's really devastating and so upsetting to to know that like someone who is such a pop icon like the world loves her you know and she's like placed in this awful conservatorship um just so sad and, and so terrible yeah she's really kind of like been caged in front of her eyes mm. um you know she she was like you said the kind of 90s and noughties pop star that absolutely had it all and then over the years we've kind of watched almost her demise by like her family, the paparazzi, the media, everything that's kind of made her like a shell of a person. And it's, um, yeah, it's horrific. It's absolutely horrific to see, but it is lovely to see such support from like fellow artists, especially now we're starting to see more of them because she's spoken on it herself. And I think a lot of maybe the like PRs and agents that manage a lot of other celebrities were thinking, look, wait until she speaks herself before you have anything to say publicly and mm -hmm. uh, yeah we're starting to see them all come out with statements of support and love now and it is it's really really nice to see um them 
rallying around her because she absolutely needs it. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind of murky. It's kind of murky and things aren't as they seem at the same time because like uh, Britney's baby daddy, Kevin Federline, he supports conservatorship. Um, Britney's sister, who like she loves, like and like um, Jamie Lynn recently has said like she's proud of Britney speaking out about conservatorship, but like she was in, she was a uh, pro it, like pro voting it in the first place. So it is kind of whether it was such a thing where when Britney did have her breakdown, like her family were just so terrified they needed to absolutely make sure that like nothing would go to shit ever again. And then they installed this, you know, such a strict, awful conservatorship. But clearly like Britney is in her right mind now or she's nowhere near as low as, as she was previously. So like, yeah. it should just be, it should just be up to her. Like the fact that she is getting so little money of all the millions she has and I think the IUD is probably the most the most gruesome part of it like she said she wants to have children with her boyfriend Sam so just very scary and I think like you were saying as well it it should have ended a long time ago because I think like we saw with the framing Britney Spears documentary I don't know if people listening watched it but um one of the most shocking things I found was that how can you have this strict conservatorship going when you're making her work Mm -hmm. you know she's she's been she's doing Vegas residencies after Vegas residencies she's doing you know appearances all the likes and if you're so terrified about her mental well-being and the fact that you don't think she can look after herself why are you booking her into doing a wreath of personal appearances and uh you know concerts I just think it seems very like kind of going hypocritical is probably the best mm-hmm. way to say it so yeah I just think it, it's definitely if she, if she's well enough to be put on stage night after night after night then it should have been reviewed then my heart sell of the week is as we all know I'm sure it's obvious that I'm going to talk about Love Island but it has <laughs> returned to our screens now I won't talk about this all day, every show, every week but yeah since it's it's since last night was kind of the debut episode of season seven I'm gonna give it a bit of a chat it uh, it returned and so far it's so good it's getting a lot of comparison to the new season of Too Hot to Handle which people are absolutely hooked with have you watched it yet they're hooked on Too Hot to Handle mm-hmm. no way see that's so I haven't watched it but that's so funny because I would have as soon as I saw Too Hot to Handle I was like oh it's just a, a cheap ripoff of um, Love Island but that's so interesting that people are nearly preferring it yeah, so it's the second season of Too Hot to Handle that we've got from Netflix and people are saying it's way better than the first season and now they're comparing it to Love Island being like, I way prefer the people on Too Hot to Handle. I just wish they were in the Love Island format, um, which right. is kind of gas because like we're one episode into Love Island. Everyone <laughs> always seems a bit stiff at the beginning. You know, they're a bit awkward. You know, they don't know each other. They're introducing themselves like, Imagine if we were on it, like you'd be like, well, how are you getting on? Like it, it, it just, I don't know. I think it needs a bit of time to kind of thaw out. So I think it's too soon to be saying Too Hot to Handle is streets ahead of Love Island when we have the whole season of Too Hot to Handle and we only have an episode of Love Island. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see how things go and when it gets a little bit less PG, which I'm sure it will because these things always loosen out over time. But yeah, the show will be airing for the next eight weeks, Virgin Media, 1, 9 p.m. As we know, 
new drama every night and then there's a recap show on a Saturday. So yeah, it's it's definitely a commitment to watch. But if you love reality TV, it's it's the kind of epitome of it all. So mm-hmm. um And come here, how how regularly is Too Hot to Handle on? Is that like post like because that's Netflix, right? So is that that can't be like That's Netflix. So that whole season is out. So too hot to handle season two. It's, it just drops at once. It drops at, as once. So that's, I think that's why we're falling into a lot of comparison because some people binged the entire season too hot to handle in one night and now they've gotten an hour and a half of the first episode of Love Island. They're like, too hot to handle is better, which of course it's going to be because you've seen that whole show progress um, in a mm. little nutshell. Um, whereas with Love Island, it is a bit of a slow burner. You know, you're going to have to wait the whole eight weeks to to get all the drama and see who wins and stuff. So, yeah. uh so yeah, it, it's a slower burner, but of course, you know, people are obsessed with Love Island. They pray that this this year is going to be a bit different in terms of mm-hmm. like diversity and kind of how they're changing up the structure of it. Will that happen? Mm, it's hard to know, but... <laughs> and do you prefer having something, do you prefer the two hot tando where, you know, if you had a spare 12 hours, you could literally dive in and know it all? Or do you prefer the, the slow slow burn of like one hour of Love Island every night? I think I prefer the slow burn because I cannot binge watch to save my life. Like I watch an hour of something. <laughs> no way, really? No, I can't. I can't physically do it. I watch an hour of something and then I fall into Instagram and I look back up at three hours later and I've missed half the thing. Like I need, <laughs> like I, my, I, I think it's TikTok that's ruined my attention span, but I don't have the attention span to watch eight hours of something in a row. Even if I have no not one bit of work to do, not one thing to do, I'll find a Twitter thread, I'll end up on TikTok and all of a sudden three episodes have passed and I've not a clue what's going on. So uh, that's so interesting burn. because um whatchamacallit in Euphoria Zendaya is um she's having like a depressive episode and she's like buried in her bed. I actually think she's watching Love Island um on Euphoria, which is bizarre, but she <laughs> is like, oh, I really need to pee, but I just can't get out of bed. Like I need to watch the end. I need to so- see how this show um pans out but like that's me like if I'm hooked on something I will watch like what's that show behind her eyes you weren't very impressed with oh I I, hated that I think I started that at like was it four o'clock some night like 4 p.m and I was watching it till like 2 a.m like I just had to watch it all it's so bad for you like it literally is exactly not what you're supposed to do when it comes to anything entertainment but I just like have to know things that I just will like turn to stone watching something for I so know. many hours. Yeah, my house, my Ben is the exact same as you. Like when we were watching something, it could end on like the biggest hook. And I'm like, night, night. And he's like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, oh no, I'm done with this now. Bye. Like I'll, I'll, we'll catch up tomorrow. Like I'm done. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's bloody gas. Um, yeah, it's it like Love Island, slow burner, big commitment. Like every single night is a bit much. You know, you've only got your Saturday nights off if you don't want to watch the best bits recap. But at the same time, it's just it's it's just such easy watching. You know, mm-hmm. if you're looking for something in the evening, you've got no other plans and you just want to chill out and watch something, it's an hour of fun. You know, it it, it really, really is. So yeah, that's back. Virgin Media one, nine PM. So what are your rotten hots for this week? Yeah, so I'm going to start with my hot. Uh, my hot this week is that Meghan Markle has totally ditched her royal uh, title. And I mean, excuse, pardon the pun, she's a queen. Um, <laughs> ditching her royal title is like something I think 
everyone knew for a long time was coming. Last year, she left her role as a senior royal alongside her husband, Prince Harry. And now she's just completely ditched um, the Duchess of Sussex, which is kind of the title she was allowed to keep even after um, kind of stepping down from uh, being a royal and going to California. So yeah, how everyone's after figuring this out is that TMZ have obtained uh, the birth certificate of Lilibet, which is uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle's little girl. And on the birth certificate, she has signed her maiden name, signing it Rachel Meghan Markle, while Harry altered his slightly too to his Royal Highness, the Duke of Sussex, which is also a shortened version of his full royal title. So you, mm. as you can see, they're kind of, they're editing them a little bit, shortening them down and slowly but surely, you know, like that meme, slowly but surely, they are just ditching and washing themselves of anything royal. It's so crazy though, because it's like nearly one step forward, two steps back. Like when they originally announced Lilibet, that's the Queen's nickname or something, isn't it? Or is it the Queen's maiden name? Yeah, it's the Queen's nickname, kind of mostly used by uh, Prince Philip. See, the thing is, right, I think, like they said, you know, when you are part of the crown, like the crown becomes more important than family. And I think what they're trying to kind of get back to the roots of is the family. So, you know, they're like, we're going to just look at Queen Elizabeth as like Harry's nana. And, you know, obviously still pay tribute and nods and respect her. But we just want to get rid of everything to do with being a royal. I think that's kind of what they're aiming for. And I mean, rightly so. Their life in California seems very wholesome on the farm with the kids, you know, in kind of like comfortable clothes. Um, Whereas like you can tell that they, they do still have a lot of love for their actual family. It's just the kind of situation that the family was in was what was causing them to deteriorate basically I'm dying for Archie to become like you know Marco Pierre White's son was he on Love Island or something like an absolute (laughs) dying for him to turn into some absolute like rough and ready well to be fair Harry was such a bad boy in his teens as well but like dying for Archie to do like a rap album or something like giving like spilling tea on how horrible his his granny is and you know just totally yeah an absolute rip-roaring mess I don't know why I can see little Archie with like an accent like Tom Zanetti or something like walking around being like I'm a bad boy you know (laughs) in these little in these little kind of like peaked hats you know real little cheeky chappy like I can really I can really see it um kind of like hope for it too and then like Lilibet or Lily as they're shortening it to is just going to be this absolute lady like she's just Mm. going to be like kind of like Emel Windsor who's a first cousins to Prince Harry she's like kind of an Instagram fashion gorgy royal um, mm. that I absolutely adore following. And I just feel like Lilibet is going to kind of grow up like a Mel Windsor, kind of like slightly in the spotlight, but like really into kind of luxe, fun dressing and just an all round vibe. I can see that for her. Um, what's your hot? Uh, so my hot is Elizabeth Banks. Um, she's an actor and director. She You'll probably most likely recognize her from the hunger games or she played uh, dr kim in scrubs as well um she's yes. in ireland filming the filming cocaine bear in wicklow so cocaine bear is a film and it was described by the hollywood reporter as a character driven thriller inspired by true events that took place in kentucky in 1985 um but it's actually a story that in 1985 um there was a 175 pound black bear and he consumed the contents of a duffel bag filled with more than 70 pounds of cocaine that was dropped from an airplane by a drug smuggler. 
So oh my the, god, the bear. Di- oh, sorry, this is basically spoiler alerts. <laughs> just, <laughs> I've just ruined the whole film. It's not even finished filming. But the bear actually died of the cocaine overdose. Oh my god, that's insane. Yeah, so straight, so random. But um, yeah, how they're going to make Wicklow look like Kentucky in 1985? Who knows? But Wicklow seems to be like the hotspot for anything TV and film related because we have like Disenchanted, we have Sarah Highland and. Patrick Dempsey and Amy Adams and now Elizabeth Banks. I'm like, is everyone in Hollywood just coming out to Wicklow for an ease up or what's the story? I don't know what the crack is. Like, I'm like, did Matt Damon like slip something in everyone's drink being like Wicklow, <laughs> Wicklow's the place to go, even though he was in Bloody Dawkey. But I just feel like something now is like in the air where people are like, let's shoot our film in Ireland. And I'm loving mm. it. I'm like, absolutely come here in your droves because all I want to do is just catch some celeb spottings. Like yeah. I just, I want to see, I want to see them walking down the street. Sure, Sarah Highland was in, was in Dublin as well last, from Modern Family. Uh, she plays Hayley Dunphy in Modern Family. She was in um, Ireland last month as well. I think she's filming in Luttrellstown Estate. Like oh, I'm just yeah. obsessed with this. I'm like the more the merrier. Bring them all here in their droves yeah. and let me, let me catch a few glimpses. Matt Damon just did like a, a, contact wide email he literally just hit everyone's number and everyone's button and was like come to Ireland like I'm having a gaff. I'm having a gaff, and you're all invited and yeah I love <laughs> it um do we know how long Elizabeth Banks is going to be here for well she said she's moved her family um she took a video and posted to Twitter showing like the Irish Sea like uh toddling out for wine she's like trying Tato all the essentials of um you know being in Ireland but she has two sons and a husband and like the two sons were splashing into the sea in the video so I think they're here for I mean temporarily I wouldn't say permanently but definitely for a couple of months if she's filming the movie like I love it I'm like the more the merrier with them coming over here too because aside from my like hunt to see them IRL I just think it's great uh publicity for Ireland too you know in terms of like bringing more films to be shot here as well as, you know, tourism, helping that mm. when that eventually comes back. Um, so yeah, that's absolutely fantastic. Here's hoping we see her. Um, yeah, hopefully. My rot of the week is actually on about Britney Spears as well. I know we were talking about her hoping to get out of her conservatorship, but uh, aside from that, after she gave her court testimony on it, she headed off to Hawaii uh, for a well-needed holiday with her boyfriend, uh, Sam. And while they were there, um, and while they're still there, they're just getting papped like crazy. I mean, she's like in her bikini, she's lying down, she's chilling, she's trying to enjoy some downtime. And the poor girl is just getting photographed from absolutely every angle, up close and far away. So like they're very much in her face again. And I'm just Mm. like, it's really sad to see when we hear you know, all about everything that's going on with her family, all about how the media scrutiny has just, you know, taken over her life since the get-go. And then we just see paparazzi still following her around. It's like, is that necessary? Like, do we need to see pictures of her in Hawaii? I just... Yeah, it's it's awful. um, It's like the... But the same people who are like, hashtag free Britney now, whether it's in their bios or on their tweets or whatever, like there's definitely some of those same people had mugs or they had t-shirts remember like ages ago there was like a phrase it was like oh if Britney gets through 2007 you can get through this day or you can get through this week like 1000% there is people with those mugs in you know 2010 2015 laughing at her breakdown but like the breakdown is exactly what caused this 
conservatorship to emerge or she probably wasn't in her right mind I don't know whether you have to sign for a conservatorship or not to like legally le- legally knowledge that way but it's like everyone is poor Britney poor Britney and then they're out popping her when she's like having a slight break or enjoying one perk of her life it's I, it's just awful I know and it's like it doesn't take another documentary now in like 2040 where this is brought up for us to go oh yeah you know what that was actually bad that we shared those pictures or we took those photos back then you know like it's something that people need to think about while it's occurring you know I just think it's um, Mm. like it doesn't take us to reflect on all these things to realize that that they're bad we kind of have to proactively think no let's give this girl some time to actually enjoy herself when her life is constantly a circus. It's, um, it's, it is definitely my rod of the week. It's probably my rod of the year, to be honest. Um, what's yours? Um, so my rod, this is so sad. Um, Pete McGarry from Gogglebox UK passed away. I'm like the world's biggest Gogglebox fan, whether it's like Ireland, UK, if they start doing Gogglebox in bad way, I'll be the first in line to bloody watch <laughs> that as well. I just love, I just love it. I don't know what it is. Like the people they choose, they do celebrity Gogglebox every now and again, but like the celebrities yeah. aren't as funny as the normal people who watch the TV and commentate. So Pete McGarry, yeah, he's passed away age 71. He was kind of one of the original, one of the earlier seasoned um, families on it. Him and his wife, Linda, uh, were were on the show, yeah, on Gogglebox second season in 2013. But that, like they were kind of in the earlier seasons, I think they kind of fade loads of families out before families became like staples. So yeah. years later, Pete and Linda returned as a twosome. And then their son, George, was actually cast in Celebrity Big Brother. Um, so the couple and George were on it for a while. But like they were just so funny. I think they're from Essex, but Linda like would be like just they just had the funniest thing. Like Linda would be cackling and like Pete would be slagging her off and um, yeah, he hasn't passed away of COVID. I think he was 71. So, I mean, kind of oh. kind of a natural age to pass away. He's still yeah. kind of young, yeah. though. Um, yeah, but, he is, in fairness. Yeah, just really sad. I remember a couple of years back, June and Leon. Do you remember the really, really, really old couple who were on? I do. Box? I do. I remember them. Yes. Yeah, she had kind of reddish hair. But when Leon passed away, everyone was like bawling. Like they were like, there's a fa- our favorite couple ever. Like we don't know anything about these people, but yet we just love them so much. I just think that's such a like special relationship and something that only could come from, from Gogglebox. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's just so, I'm that actually is... like nearly welling up. I'm like, I, know, I, I, I love Gogglebox know... so much. I can... <laughs> I can hear it in your voice as well. You're like, it's just this special relationship. And then it's like going quiet. And I'm like, no, she's going to break into fucking, she's going to burst into tears. Um, But no, you're totally right. And it is, it's so endearing as well. I don't know what it is to point out. This sounds so creepy, but it's kind of endearing to watch people sitting on their couches watching TV. There's Mm. just something about it that it's like, it's, it's wholesome, but it's also such a laugh because you really see an insight into people's personality and kind of like, the things that they like and dislike and the, even the, the relationship and the, the bonding that they have with the people around them. So it's, it, it's definitely incredibly sad news um, because it's such a, it's such a fantastic show and one that is so popular because like you said, they're kind of, the seasons are springing up constantly and we're also getting loads of different versions and God only knows uh, Gogglebox Zimbabwe, like you said, could be coming pending in 2022. So <laughs> um 
Yeah, it's uh that's that is that is a little bit of bit of sad news. I actually see that Gogglebox Ireland is um recruiting new people. If you're yeah, would I you saw be- that a while ago. I actually would be interested, but to be honest, like I just don't think my sitting room was up for <laughs> I don't think my <laughs> sitting room was up to standard. Um I need a new couch. The like leather is peeling off it. So maybe if I get a little uh, a little jazzing up of my sitting room, I'd maybe apply. But yeah, I would love like I the, the family is on Gogglebox Ireland. I, I was a diehard Gogglebox UK and then I was kind of slow to take to Gogglebox Ireland, but then I ended up just loving them as much as UK ones. Um, So yeah, I just, anyone, anyone watching TV, like if there's a YouTube where it's just people watching TV commenting on the show, like hook me up because I just, I love it. Yeah, it's great. I really, I think I really, really like those kind of ones too. They're, they're, they're an easy watch, but Similar to you, I'm like, would I go on Gogglebox? I would just be terrified of what I'd say. Like, I definitely would say something very, very wrong, says me on no, an absolute I think podcast. I think, but... very, I think you're very funny, but um, I'd say you and your housemates would be great on Gogglebox. Yeah. You oh, would have God. like your see, little the... cocktails on, in your hands. Yeah, see, the thing is now, right, it would be hilarious if we weren't being filmed. Put a camera in front of us. Would it would it would it come across? Oh, I don't know. I think everyone would be a little bit watching their P's and Q's. You know, I just think yeah. it wouldn't it would it wouldn't be the exact same, but you never know. Do they get free pizzas? <laughs> Did I hear this? Do they get free food? Yeah, they either get paid like very little or um they get on Ireland on the Ireland one, I think they do because there is definitely one episode where like every family had Domino's boxes in front of them. And I was like, that's just a little bit too coincidental. But for the UK ones <laughs> I don't know whether they have more trickier advertising laws, but um, like, cause some some families have been on Gogglebox for honestly like ten seasons, and I don't know how much of your time it takes up to film that. But everyone's like, oh wow, like they must be getting loads of money, but they actually don't. They just like have the joy of just being like you know just being funny on camera and watching TV. Um, so yeah, I think they do get free pizza for the Irish ones. Yeah, see, I think the incentive of free food could definitely swing my house into doing it. I think that could be the selling point. To finish up our show today, I'm going to hit you with a TikTok trend of the week. Before anyone listening thinks that I'm after taking it off Rebecca again and thought that she was awful last week, she was fantastic. I just have one uh, for you today. That's the only reason why I'm not overruling her. Thank you, teacher. Um, (laughs) So uh, with over 2 million likes and counting, Apparently, a hack that has been put together by a girl called Lisa Mack is grabbing the world by storm, where she's telling people how to alleviate period pain. And this is done by, you know, those pencils that have the rubber on the top of them, very kind Mm -hmm. of primary school-esque. Yeah, so by sticking the rubber part of the pencil, so like while it's still attached to the pencil, and pushing it into the fold at the top of your ear, so just where it kind of attaches to the side of your head. So if you push the rubber into the fold there and you massage it for one minute and do the same at the other side on the other ear apparently it alleviates period pain puff and it's gone this um, is crazy no one tell Courtney Kardashian my yeah. god this is uh, 10 variations of this tip is going to end up on Poosh next week and Poosh will tell you that you need to buy this pencil that's worth like 45,000 euros and yeah, it's it has, a steal. It has to be lead free. It has to be a lead free um, celiac, uh, celiac, pro celiac pencil. Um, <laughs> Literally. <laughs> no wax, be poisoned. no plastic, like wood that would splint the ear off you. Um, but, but yeah, apparently I was reading the comments thinking everyone would be like, ha, this is a load of crap. But people are like, 
I did it and it works. Whether or not they're spinning a yarn now or not, I don't know. But I was just shocked by this. So next time you've got period pain, look at Lisa. So it's L-E-S-S-I-A-M-A-C on TikTok. And yeah, she's she's the one that will show you a little demo of the video of my uh, uh, verbal description, doesn't it? Describe it to you. Uh, it, it it sounds like it could be it could be something like you were saying to me before. Uh, different pressure points are connected to like pain and stuff like that, or something. Yeah, so. yeah. Loads of people like will get um will get massages or whatever. Like if they have pains in their legs or something, and they'll go to certain like functional doctors or um you know holistic treatments or things like that. Like they'll say like oh you know, your calves are super built up because like you're tense and like, like if one part of your body is tense, like the, the rest of it follows. So it actually could be interesting to see like how do your ears actually be connected to like the pain you feel down there or like what's what's the 411? It's so strange. What's, what's the 411? Yeah. So next time you've got period cramps, try it out. Let us know. Um, I'll be, I'll be dying to, to hear how that goes. <laughs> But for now, that's all we have time for. Um, thank you once again for listening, giving us your ears. Um, and we giving hope... You, giving us your ears to put pencils in. <laughs> giving, giving us your ears to put pencils in and alleviate your period pain. We're here for you. Don't uh, pencil in too far now. Yeah, don't put it in the eardrum section. I never mentioned that now. Don't don't sue me either. Um, keep, keep pencils away from the eardrum. That's not going to help anything, but probably cause you like to have bad hearing. So um, yeah, that's all we have. It's time for today. Have a fabulous week. Enjoy the sunshine and we will see you again next week. Bye. Bye. Hey.